Good morning, team. Happy Sunday morning. We're here again. So another short, sharp Monday morning kickstart just to get you mindset on track and make sure that you get maximum out of this week. So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about motivation. So we all know Monday morning full of motivation. You've got your plan in place. Motivation's high. And then it kind of peters as the week goes on. As you get more tired as the week goes on, then things start to go a little bit downhill. So four step, steps to stay on track when your motivation is just starting to disappear and how to keep it high throughout. So motivation is a bit of a fallacy. So if we only did stuff when we were motivated, I know if I only did it when I was motivated, I'd probably get done 20% of the time. So yesterday morning, super motivated, got loads done. Amazing. That hasn't been the case Probably Wednesday, Thursday, I had to, Friday in particular, I had to drag my backside out for a run when I really didn't want to. So it's a finite source. So motivation only lasts so long. So if you've got a 12-week journey or a six-month journey or a six-week journey, whatever it is, and you're relying on motivation to get you through that whole period of time, it's not going to be there. So you need a bit of a backup plan. You need some kind of habits and behaviours in place to make sure that no matter what, even when you can't be arsed, you're still taking steps towards your goal. So on average, your brain runs out of motivational calories at about 48 hours of focused work. So if you think, right, I need to be motivated for an hour every day, get your workout done, to plan your nutrition, to, to do your meal prep, whatever it is, it's 48 days. 48 days. And then you need motivation for other things, don't you? You need motivation to do well at work. You need motivation to do lots and lots and lots of things. So recharging that motivation or relighting that match. So if you think about motivation like a match, you strike a match, burns really, really brightly, but then it kind of diminishes and it goes down the stick. It almost goes out. So we need some way to restart that flame and that kind of oomph of motivation. So most people overestimate what, oh, sorry, underestimate what they can do, get done in a week. We'll start again. Most people overestimate what they can get done in a week and underestimate what they can achieve in a year. So sometimes overwhelm or motivation dips come from putting far too much on your plate. So what are the things that if you were consistent with that you could get done or achieve? So if we talk about fat loss, if you were 80% bang on with your nutrition, rather than for a month, rather than 100% for four days, you're going to achieve much, much more in a longer period of time. It also feels better because when you don't do what you said you were going to do, that doesn't feel good, does it? So if you've got this massive list of things you're going to do absolutely perfectly because motivation's high, you can take on the world. And then we underestimate how difficult it's going to be when we're either tired, we're stressed, we're overwhelmed with all the other things in life. We underestimate how difficult that's going to be. So having a little backup plan. So first one, focus. What is your focus? So focus is going to fuel that fire, that kind of relight in the match. So if you don't have a focus, and what I wouldn't have the focus is of specific fat loss, the focus wants to be much smaller than that. So if you're focusing on the end goal, take it a step back. What are the necessary actions you need to do to get there? So for me, at the moment, it's all performance-based, as you know. So the necessary steps are I need to get my training in. Now, that can be difficult sometimes with time. So last week, we had the five-day free challenge running. We had live workouts in the morning, which took an extra half an hour, 40 minutes of my morning, which meant then squeezing in a small training session. So I had to split them up sometimes. So I would have to do a quick strength session in the morning, get back, get the kids sorted, uh, and then go for a run later on. Um, so, but what are the actions and what are the things 
that you're going to have to navigate in the week. So what's the end goal? So you can break it down into the end goal of this week or the end goal of the month or the end goal of six weeks, whatever it is. What's the end goal? Then reverse it back. What are the actions you need to get there? And then have yourself a kind of daily non-negotiable. So your five kind of pillars of fat loss. So managing your nutrition, getting your sleep in, your hydration, your, your steps and your training as well. How are we going to get all of those five in manageably over the week? So if you've got a strong focus, then the rest becomes easy. It's kind of like having your why. Why is it important that you get out of bed and go to the gym in the morning? Why is it important that instead of sitting on the couch at night, you go out and get a half an hour walk in? Why is it important if you don't do it? What's, what happens if you don't do it? So for me, I don't always want to train, but I know I'm going to be annoyed with myself if I don't put every effort in that I can to get the result that I want. And if I don't put the effort in, my coach always says, what did you expect? So if you don't do the, the work and the, and the steps that you need to do, those five steps, if fat loss is the goal, you can't expect to lose weight at the end of the week. So focus on that end goal and the feeling of the end goal, but then reverse it back. And what are the actions you need to do to get there? So get very, very clear on that for this week. What actions need to happen, no matter what. So if your day went completely to pot, what can you still manage? And again, that's about controlling the controllables. Daily habits, that comes down to that. So success comes when you perform ritual actions every day. So you can't have one healthy meal and be at your target weight. You can't do one workout and be fit and able to perform how you want to perform. Um, if you've got a strength goal or a, a running goal, and a lot of you've got running goals at the moment, if you don't run regularly every week, you can't expect to turn up to the to race day. A lot of us are doing 10K at the end of May. You can't expect to turn up to race day and smash the race. So figure out what works and then implement it. So, for example, I train early morning. That doesn't work for everybody. A lot of people see that I do it and think, oh, that's what I should do. Absolutely not. If it doesn't suit you, don't do it. What works for you? So in terms of nutrition, again, some of you plan your whole week out and your meal prep. I don't do that. I do about two or three days. So what works for you? What is manageable for you? Those successful rituals that you're going to put in and write a list of three. Like when you've had a really good week, what things have you done? And what made it a good week? What were the rituals and daily habits and behaviours that you did? Um, this week, for example, I've recommitted to my no phone in the morning because I had slipped. Um, meditation and journaling. I have been a much calmer Fiona this week, much calmer. And I've had extra workload this week. So in my head, sometimes it's like, well, if I can get a little hour in of um, replying to Facebook messages or whatever in the morning, then that saves me time. But actually not looking at my phone, getting a meditation in, setting out my intentions for the day, that's made me a much calmer and much more productive person. So it sounds counterintuitive, but that works for me. I know it works for me. That's what I've journaled this morning is this has worked. Do not stop doing it. Um, but what works for you? So if you've got to meal prep, maybe it doesn't suit you to meal prep on a Sunday. Maybe that needs to be a Wednesday night. Um, maybe going out for a sunrise walk doesn't work for you. You're not a morning person. Can you make it work at night? So what works for you? And then implement it. So what I want you to do here is write down three things that you know work for you and that give you a result as well. So that could be maybe meeting up with a friend and going for a walk three times a week. It could be making sure that you've got your lunches all prepped the night before. 
what works when you go back to when you've had a, a great week what, what what made it a great week what did you do that made it a great week it wouldn't just be a great week by accident you would have done something to make it a great week all right move so when you are in a complete slump when you are just like i cannot function today now obviously if that's lack of sleep and you need some rest that's a totally different party but if it's mentally your physiology that takes your feelings so if you're lying on the couch, I know for me having a, a rest day that my husband was classed as a rest day, which is just lying on the couch watching movies, I my mood is low, I have no energy. That is not an enjoyable rest day for me because my body isn't getting any input. It's not getting any kind of feedback. So the easiest way to break free of a slump is to stand up, take a step and repeat. So if you have, for example, let's take it as a work scenario, let's take it away from health and fitness, but let's say you've got a huge, massive to-do list to do and you're feeling overwhelmed and you just don't know where to start. So actually, I've done this today because I wear a way to dance comp later, so I've got a very short amount of time and I was getting myself all stressed out about how I was going to fit everything in. I've literally written a list of the things that I need to do. So in, by doing that, I've taken the overwhelm away because there's actually only four things on the list. The fifth ones get ready. <laughs> um, but there's actually only four things on the list. This was number one. So then I can go through it and tick it off bit by bit. I wrote a post during the week about what's the best way to eat an elephant. One bite at a time. One bite at a time. So stand up, move your body, take a step and repeat. So movement wakes up your body, it guides your emotions, and it makes you feel like anything's possible. So this morning, we were out very late last night. I've had four and a half hours sleep. And then up early with Cora this morning to try and do her hair. I mean, you can tell by my hair how good I am at doing hair. But um, yeah, so it was becoming overwhelming. Um, I was feeling anxious. But as soon as I've started taking action on it, writing my list, taking action on it, that's gone because it feels productive and it feels good. So what's the smallest thing you could do that would help kind of almost start the momentum, like that domino effect of, okay, well, I need to go for a walk can't be arsed I don't want to um what's the first thing you can do put your trainers on get up put your trainers on I guarantee you once you do that you'll be out the door a um, perfect example of this was Friday busy morning um in the gym I like I said we had the live workout so only got a little bit of a strength session in before I got back for school in the gym cleaned the gym and I had a run to do with the dog and I was like oh I, can't, I just can't I can't but the dog needed a walk anyway so I was like put your trainers on Put your trainers on. You're going to run to the end of the street. And if at that point you decide you're just taking the dog for a walk, that's absolutely fine. The five-mile run. I came back. I felt so much better. I fired through work in the afternoon. Um, it was all better. But if I had listened to just finishing scrubbing the floor in the gym, Fiona, we wouldn't have gone. We wouldn't have gone. So just stand up and move. What's the? It's kind of like if you can't be bothered working out, go and do five minutes. And give yourself permission to just do five minutes. And if after the five minutes you're like, I can't do it, leave. But I guarantee you 99% of the time you'll stay and finish that workout. But make the bar a little bit lower. So put your trainers on. Walk to the end of the street. Like I said, I said I would jog to the end of the street. And if I didn't want to keep going, I would just walk instead of run. But I ran. And it was a good run. And I enjoyed it and I felt better. So move. Make one small movement. But give yourself permission that if after that movement you don't want to do anything else... You don't do it. I bet you follow through. I absolutely guarantee, in fact, you will follow through. So stand up and move and then repeat. Sometimes when overwhelm is high, the best way to move forward 
is to take a step back. So Stephen Covey, I don't know if any of you have heard of him, he does the seven habits of highly successful people. And one of the pillars on there is to sharpen your saw. So if you're running at full steam all the time, you've got your to-do list, you've got everything that needs done. And this has been the case for me in the last, what, five, six weeks because I've had extra responsibilities with looking after mum. So everything has been like pocketed into little time slots. It's been bonkers. If a backside hasn't hit that couch, I can tell you last time I watched TV. Um, running full steam ahead is not sustainable at all. So if you have a whole lot of wood to chop, there's a story around this, but I'm not going to butcher it. But basically, um, two guys are given a whole lot of wood to chop and the first, and it's kind of race to the finish. The first guy starts chopping away, and the other guy's just sitting there sharpening his saw. He said, What the hell are you doing? We've got all this wood to chop. I said, Well, I'm going to sharpen the saw first because I'll get through the wood quicker. So, the easiest way to chop more wood is to take a break and sharpen the saw. If you keep going away with a blunt saw, it's going to be more work, it's going to be harder and less effective. So, if you are running out of steam completely because you've been full on on everything, Sometimes just taking a little step back. Um, there's a Formula One saying that races are won in the pit stops. So you have to stop and take pit stops. And this should definitely be part of your plan. When is the rest and recovery coming in? And when we talk about rest and recovery, it's mentally as well as physically. So physically, you may be okay to carry on training and getting out for your walks, but you might be mentally exhausted with it. And I've done this with quite a few of you where we just take the pressure off for a week or so. Everything's seeming too much, like even logging on my fitness power just seems like a step too far. You are overwhelmed. So we just take the pressure off for a week. And then when you're ready, normally less than a week, normally before the week's out, that person's like, I'm ready to get back to it. But just taking the pressure off, taking that time to sharpen the saw. And when you're ready, it's time to activate action mode again and get going. But scheduling these little pit stops or sharpening the saw episodes will definitely help you move faster, quicker. With fat loss specifically, if someone has dieted for a long time, and again, there's about six or seven of you at the moment that's on a little diet break. If you've dieted for a very long time, your body gets tired and you end up hitting a plateau. It gets very clever at functioning on the calories that you're giving it. So you're really tired. You're not losing weight. You've no energy. Your training's rubbish. And in that case, what we do is we, we take a pit stop and we sharpen the saw. So we bring calories up for a bit. We might even drop your um, training load a little bit. And then you're raring to go, you're chomping at the bit to go. It's the same with um, my high rock training, for example. I have six to eight weeks of really hard training. And then a week where it's nice and easy. In fact, I'm like, oh, it's, it's a bit too easy. So by the time the next week comes around in the next eight week block of hard training, I can't wait to get going. But it's important to put these periods in. If you're full on all the time, there is no way motivation is going to stay high. It's going to become hard work and overwhelming. Your body might get tired, your mind might get tired. And I suppose that's what meditation does for me in the morning. Might not be your thing, but for me in the morning, it just quiets it down. So it sharpens the saw. My mind is calmer. I'm far more on it, far more productive rather than sitting here going, I've been here for two hours and actually I've made a little doodle on my pad and I've messaged three folk and I know what everybody's up to on Facebook. So sharpening the saw, super important one. So we're going to have focus. You're going to look at your rituals that you are um, that work for you, your successful rituals, and you're going to sharpen the saw. Make sure that those are scheduled in. That could be a daily thing. It could be 10 minutes meditation like I do in the morning. It could be a weekly thing, or you can have like every eight weeks like I do in your training or your dieting. 
But it's really important that we're not full on all the time because this is when you completely fall off the wagon. But if you've got scheduled pit stops that happen before you're exhausted. So normally by the time my deload week's coming around at the end of six or eight weeks, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm not quite knackered, but I'm on that path. So it comes just in time. And then there's been other times where it's come, that kind of exhaustion has come quicker. And I've messaged my coach and said, like, I, I think I need to do a deload this week. And we do it then. So listen to your body and your mind. Okay, execute these this week and your motivation will stay high or your actions will stay high. Motivation might go up and down, but you will be able to go through and continue with doing what you said you were going to do. Continue putting those two Ps in the slot. All right. You won't have heard this before, but nothing changes if nothing changes. So if last week didn't go to plan, make changes and make this week go to plan. Use these tools. Listen to last week somebody set up as well of how to nail your week. And you can and you will do this. I know a lot of you are flying, but I know there's a handful of you as well that are just struggling to be on it. So use all these tactics, get a strong focus, your rituals, and sharpen the saw at some point. If today is when you need to sharpen the saw to get ready for next week, then do it today. I will not be able to sharpen the saw today. <laughs> I will be a blunt saw tomorrow, but hey, it's a temporary thing. All right. What would you, what would you, you be? Oh, that makes no sense. What could you achieve if you were consistent for the next four weeks? If you did all these things, you found the rituals that worked, you had little pit stops, what could you achieve? What results would it bring? I've no idea what I was trying to type there. <laughs> what would that get? So if you did this for four weeks, take last week's tactics and this week's tactics and apply them for four weeks, where would you be? What results would that bring? Very exciting when you think about it. If you were consistent with your nutrition and you lost a pound a week, which some people I know are like, oh, that's not much. That's four pounds. Four pounds consistently. Rather than two pounds this week, maintain next week, pound up the following week, maybe a pound down. That's only two pounds, isn't it? So have a think about if you could implement all of this. If you have any questions, you can send me a message directly or you can pop it on the link underneath. I'll upload this onto the page. Um, the other thing is, um, tomorrow I am advertising um, another six-week programme and I've offered it out to you guys before. So if you already have a package that includes classes um, or you're part of Fuse or you just want to have a six-weeks focus, then I've, in the past I've offered it out to you guys for half price, so £75, six-week Summer Ready Fat Loss Challenge. Um, we start um, next Monday, so it's going to be advertised tomorrow. We start next Monday. If you are interested, just pop me a message and I will get you all set up. Um, but other than that, have a fantastic Sunday. I'm off to be a dance mum um, and then back in the gym at quarter to six tomorrow morning. Wish me luck. All right, I hope you have a fantastic Sunday. Sharpen the saw, make sure we are ready to rock and roll for next week and then let's get these results absolutely flying in. All right, take care, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.